This is Brews with the Homies. Welcome. We got a special episode for you guys today. We got a beer that Heron picked up on his Peer Project trip. And I'm excited because it's a, what is it, a bourbon? Yeah, brandy barrel aged stout. Ooh, that's just. Peach. Ooh, no. brandy. Peach brandy. Peach. Yeah. So, Heron, what is the name of this one? And let's uh, jump into that. And then we'll go over the next two real quick. Oh man, this is French. We I didn't even look at the name before this. Man. It's like Avoir la Peche or something like. I don't. It's is it French? I don't know. It sounds. Man, why'd you gotta do that? To me? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't do it <laughs> hey, now I don't feel bad when I mispronounce that. That's everything. hilarious. But yeah, this one thirteen point three percent is from the Seller Syndicate. It's their first one, their first exclusive of the year for twenty twenty three. Uh, to go into it real quick, first exclusive Seller Syndicate, we proudly present um, this one's been aged for 13 months in peach brandy barrels. Peach brandy? Yeah. Ooh. And then the other two we'll do on this episode, we're going to go into a one I got off Tavor. It's going to be a burial beer from North Carolina, Immortal Chalice. This one's going to be a 5% stout, so I'm expecting just light body, a little bit of coffee probably. In that realm. So, and then, you, so we're going from West Coast, North Carolina. Would you consider that East Coast or would you consider that? That's completely on the coast. Yeah. North Carolina uh, touches uh, the Atlantic uh, Ocean, dude. Hey. East Coast. And East then Coast. our hey. third one, we'll be going Mid Coast with VSO Gravedigger. This one's from Revolution Brewing Company out of Chicago. So that oh, one. Man. Is, so we're, we're like covering. Boom, West, Middle, boom, boom, East Coast. Boom. Yeah, Midwest. Literal yeah. Midwest. I don't so, know why they call it the Midwest. I don't know what the hell they mean by that, but cool. Yep, so we'll be having some great <laughs> yeah, ones Midwest? on this episode. Yeah, that is, that is kind of weird. It's a little strange. They have the best doctors over there, though, so. Yeah, fun fact. Good job, Midwest. <laughs> Good by you. <laughs> so, barrel-aged style, regular style, low ABV, and then we're going all the way up to a Scotch Ale, barrel-aged, boom, heavy. So, let's get into it, guys. Let's start with this one. Oh, yeah. Cheers. I think Karen pulled the dust in. No, I didn't drink it yet. I just, I'm admiring that big ass glass. Like, that thing's yeah. got, that thing's got a lot of juice in it. I'm jealous. Yeah. The little Mandalorian right there, and then Boba Fett in the back. We always got the cool glassware. Whoo! Wow. This one. I fuck with it. Fuck with it hard. Cause the only other time I've had a peach barrel aged or peach brandy barrel aged stout is the Anaheim release for Anaheim uh, Monkish. Really enjoyed that one when it first came out. Didn't age so well in the second bottle we had, but this one right here, I'm getting way more peach on this than I ever did on the Anaheim one from Monkish. The barrel definitely there you get huge amounts of barrel but it's in that like kind of sweet peachy area it's not like a heavy like some barrel age you could get more woody characteristics smoky um oaky kind of all those flavors this one a little bit more on the sweet side i'm really digging that what do you guys feel i mean when you look at the bottle and the bottle tells you what's in it and then you drink it and then you can easily identify what's in the bottle it's always a big victory i think that to me personally this is like i think the first bourbon stout with peach that i've like the first bourbon stout i've had where i can like get the bourbon 
burn, mm -hmm. but it's not overbearing, right? I think this is like well balanced of everything. The peach just like what? it's like the cherry on top, yeah. Right? Like it just like combines all and it, together. Like it works really well. Like I, when you first read it, I was like, oh, peach, like that's gonna be really interesting because like most of the time with peach, you kind of get that in like the lighter color alcohol, yeah. like you know, you're smearing off peach, yeah. you're, like peach vodka, peach vodka. You know, you get a lot of that stuff. I mean, like every so often you'll see a peach whiskey. I think Crown does it. Okay. And, but, yeah, but to me, I just think this works really well. Like you said, I fucks with it. <laughs> All right, Heron. Yeah, so Pure Project is known for their sweeter stouts. And this one, it, I mean, it's it's got some sweetness to it, right? I've never had peach brandy. But I imagine whatever peach brandy barrel they put this in, like, the peach brandy was like sweet. It's got like kind of a candy sweetness on it, but it's not overbearing. So it's not like obnoxious. You're not gonna be like, oh wow, this is like some bottle logic that is just overbearing and too sweet or something like. No, this is very inviting. It, it captures you with a little bit of bitterness at the end. And just... it, it's a textbook uh, like peach brandy stout. This is exactly what you'd want when you hear those things in the same sentence is peach brandy stuff this is it yeah. yeah it goes in with kind of the whole marketing thing right market it name it boom get it all together make sure it hits all those notes and they even describe this in untapped as mesmerize your taste buds with the delectable flavors of peach rings brandy double chocolate cake fudge with a touch of charred cinnamon stick so that's the little like little cinnamon taste I'm getting. Kind of the back end that yeah. Aaron was talking about, a little bit like that bitterness that kind of kicks up back there. Yeah. But a little, little bit of spice. Yeah, yeah spice this is right. why this is why every brewery should have excellent Cicerone certified folks because when you have that description, that just like, I, I haven't heard of that description until after I've tasted it. And yeah. now it creates like a whole, a, a whole image, a whole picture, which you can read that description before you have a beer or you could make it up and read that description after you have the beer and you know it just it's i, I love those this description yeah, like, yeah what, what do you guys think I, th I think when breweries take the time to put that description into it and then they can deliver a product with it i always feel like that always elevates it right that i feel like that's what separates a lot of breweries from each other you know and for pure to have that description and then put out a beer that tastes just like that description it just it mind blows me because there's there's a lot of times where you read the can and then you're like dude that's not like what's uh, that's not what i'm getting like this doesn't make sense to me and yeah. sometimes that does happen but this one like it really it hits hits the nail on the head yeah. it's just perfect and, i really enjoyed it and if you kind of miss out sometimes you have the flavors there in your head right you're tasting these things you just need to be guided into the right direction you need someone that has that knowledge or someone that just could take the whole experience that you're tasting and kind of like paint that picture so you make that like oh when you work out in the gym muscle mind connection right again our taste buds connected to our mind here and being able to piece the, everything together and yeah that description just come on cicerones at uh pure project and they focus heavy on that that's something that they really market they really take a lot of pride in and they've done classes on off flavors stuff like that and this beer, just to remind everyone, is a Cellar Syndicate exclusive. So if you ever wanted to try some of these exclusive beers that they have, 
this is one of the ones where I'd be like, absolutely is worth every penny, right? It, so th when oh, this wow. comes at the end, when they're like, hey, we got extra, extra. bottles, I, this is like one that you have at the top of your list. Yes, exactly. So Dustin makes a good point there. And when they do their seller sales, if they have extras, this is one where we would remember or have in our list and be like, we got to get another one of yeah. these because it was absolutely incredible. And ratings, guys, we got to go through it. So our, after we give our ratings, I want you to tell us what the untapped check-in and their ratings is because I'm curious to see. Gotcha. I think with this one right here, I, like I said at the, at the first, this is like well balanced of what everything was on the bottle, what was on tab. And I really enjoy this. Like I kind of just want to wait and let this warm up a little bit to see what it tastes like warm. Yeah. And like, man, I like, I kind of want to give this a five. <laughs> like yeah. it's just everything checks the, like checks the well, boxes, you know? And I, I'm going to give it a five. So yeah, yeah, I think I think we're already drinking this at like optimal temperature. I think it's like anywhere from like fifty five to like sixty degrees in my glass right now, and it's yeah. just we had it sitting out a little bit beforehand. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. So definitely ten out of ten uh, for everything that it is. The most beautiful peach brandy barrel aged stout I've had. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot out there, so but I mean it's still incredible. Even if there wasn't a lot out there and like all of them tasted like bad or whatever, like this, yeah. I don't know. Can it's I, awesome. I I'm just going <laughs> to jump on the train, guys. Five out of five. Can I say, I think in the last two weeks, we've had more fives than we had in an entire month of doing podcasts. Yeah, I think it's been, <laughs> we've been picking good ones because, man, five out of five, five out of five, five out of five, right across the board. It's rare that we get that. There's yeah. always someone that has that opinion or decisiveness that keeps them from a five, but absolutely incredible across the board just hits everything that i would want and that sweetness there's something about almost tasting like that peach ring candiness or candiness to it allows me to just enjoy it so much more i would just this is a bottle that i would drink by myself and i would tornado chug tornado no i have to enjoy it it's too good a tornado chug but uh, to go into what uh d bro was asking the overall ranking on it is four Point one nine out of 79 ratings but um, a key thing that I noticed on the ratings is the draft pours were rated higher than the bottle ratings really so interesting to see I think it's incredible out of the bottle I wonder Heron if you did try it there if it was any better but still doesn't change my mind five out of five I think since we've had one in the past me and Heron have had that one from monkish this just I thought that one was good at the time. This is just another level for me, and it tastes so incredible. That's why the five is there. A pure project. Hats off, go to you. Boom. That was that was delicious. So I think I did have this one over in Vista. Uh, they definitely had it on tap. Yeah. I'm like. So I think when you called like me, I was like nine point nine out of ten percent sure. Uh, I don't know why I said percent. That makes no sense. I'm 99% <laughs> sure that they had it on top. I was going to say something, but you caught yourself. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I mean, I mean technically, if he was doing percentages and you said 9.9 .9 out of like 10, that is. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's there. It's I, weird. We understood you. But. Yeah, it was a dumb way to say it. But no, I mean, if He's I had it, it would have been fluffier on top. Like, it would have had like a fluffier a kind of uh, yeah. mouthfeel to it. But. I, I think this one would have been better in bottle than on top. 
just because I don't I don't really care for that like fluffy mouthfeel. And it kind of this kind of beer. flavor sometimes. I like think so. Style, I, I think, think you know like it just yeah no this is and then also when you're coming out of a tap unless you have like different zones for different types of beer so like a Kolsch is gonna be colder than say this stout right so unless you have different fridges for different types of beer you have on tap you're not gonna have the optimal temperature when it comes out of the tap so you're gonna have to wait for a stout if it's all in the same fridge and the fridge is I don't know 40 degrees Fahrenheit for example like you're gonna have to wait for that stout to, to reach 55 or 60 or whatever yeah, your preference is so yeah. like and then you forget about it and then you're like fuck man it's a little too high yeah I know or, you can't put it back in the fridge yeah, yeah. you can't you just can't go hey uh, bartender yeah. can you throw this in the fridge real quick give me an ice cream oh yeah oh hey hey no we can't do that but can't do that uh, <laughs> alright so go to the fridge ice cubes <laughs> hey some people do that man but uh, on to the next one. We're going to go to Immortal Chalice. This one, excited to have because the last couple bottles I've ordered off of Tavor have been canceled that I've wanted to get. So I finally got a bottled beer from Burial that I wanted to wait, try. Wait, wait, wait. You got canceled like they sold out? Well, it's sometimes they just run out of stock or things happen with their inventory. So they'll just refund you back your money. So no harm, no foul. But I've been wanting to get some stuff from them. So this one came through. So let's right. get it. Burial. Um, pouring this one, I noticed it was a lot lighter in consistency. Ooh. In the body. I'm going to tell you right body. now, if you don't like coffee, you're not going to like the smell of that. Yeah, they Ooh. do have some coffee in here. I'm sure it's a, a coffee local. Not the beans local to North Carolina, but I'm sure they're roasted in North Carolina. Yeah, because yeah, the untapped description on this one, Camp Stout with Cloud Cover Coffee. So wherever cloud cover yep. cover yep or cloud Jesus cloud cover <laughs> my bad cloud cover coffee <laughs> this is uh, awesome nine point nine out of ten percent <laughs> well so uh, um, yeah I think you you pulled a D bro there buddy yeah, I, I mean we did cheer so you oh, did, did cheer yeah, so yeah he was able to. there's an extra yeah so burial I've actually visited burial. They have a location now, I think, in Charlotte, North yeah. Carolina. They, Their original is out in Asheville, Asheville yeah. which I need to go back. I need to go back. I think I'm going to visit North Carolina in the coming months. I don't know if I'm going to be able to bring beer back because it is so far, and I definitely won't be taking a car. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, it says in the untapped description they asked their friends at Other Half to help with this one. So that's kind of cool. You get a kind of mix of everything that's going on. Um, so are they a ghost writer? Like, are, is other half, like, ghost writing this beer or something? Oh, probably just helping with maybe, like, a recipe or something to help yeah, maybe with a light body. Just, yeah. just kind of offering some advice. But that's kind of cool that they added that in there so you know. Um, I will say, this is very, very light. I feel like it's a lot lighter than it would be for, like, a coffee style. Because, you know, like, coffee style, it's a little bit thicker, you know? Kinda. Yeah, usually you um, associate, like some of the big barrel-aged stouts with coffee, because yeah. a lot of companies do and that. I'll tell you what, this is very, like, light. It kind of reminds me, like, a really, like, the lightness is like a soda, almost, in a way. Yeah, you know? it's gonna, it's coming across as, like, a light roasted coffee, kind of aromatic, and at 5%, this is a banger for me. Yeah. Uh, last time I've had a uh, really light stout, it's very watery. I'm not getting a lot of watery texture from this. It is light in the body, for sure. Won't argue that, but... The flavor is there, the roastiness is there, and 
almost kind of reminds me of having like a nitro coffee like a lot of flavor so light and yeah. everything's coming across the, so the nose is great yeah so i feel like it's got a lighter body than even like a, a nitro coffee or a what is it a cold brew right cold brew, nitro, yeah, that's cold brew. nitro cold so brew. what this reminds me of is probably my first like favorite beer uh just craft beer is uh that black house from modern times yeah. it's just that like stout but it's just like a, a light and body stout low abv i think it's like what 5.5 percent it's somewhere, some, around, somewhere there. around there like it's a, it's a it's a lower stout and when i think back to like well when i think currently to mm -hmm. my current favorites of like dark milds and uh what is it dark lagers and stuff mm -hmm. like that that have a lot of flavor and low abv and really a low i guess uh viscosity and, and light body i just i guess maybe i've been consistent this entire time i just like roastiness and low abv beers yeah. that's so, just what it is this, I, um, i'm gonna put a disclaimer someone who doesn't like coffee this stout isn't for me so i'm just not gonna rate it because yeah, I, I feel like it's just gonna do it a disservice yeah. but i will say i do like the fact of how light tasting this is and i definitely do get the flavors that you guys are like discussing but I, i'm just not gonna rate it because i just feel no, like i would be doing a disservice because i just don't like coffee like that no it's really heavy on the coffee it is yeah <laughs> and that's kind of the with something like this it kind of reminds me of uh just a dark lager or yeah. something that has a dark lager flavor that adds a little bit of coffee so it's in that realm i think it hits everything that i'm looking for in that percentage if you give this to someone blindly and say it's a stout they're gonna be like whoa like it's not what i was expecting but people i guess let me rephrase that if people like guinness light stouts or something that they're not used to a big heavy craft beer stout then i think this is a perfect introduction to them but for the most part now i think people are accustomed to big body stouts used to that 12 to 15 percent abv you need to preface that with hey this is a light stout this is something that's easy drinking cool a proper stout yeah. like don't you know just because the craft beer industry is making these heavy stouts doesn't mean that that's what a stout is. Like, yeah. Yeah. those are just like, what, what do they call them? They're, they're like the candy stouts or the pastry uh, stouts. Pastry stouts. stouts. Yeah. I, I was looking for the word, like, probably since that it's, first yeah. beer. But it's, yeah. it's what we would call the trendy style. Right? Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's like what we recognize as yeah. the stout now. Yeah. But, I mean, this and Guinness is a, is a proper stout. Like, yeah, I no, love I Guinness. Yeah. I run down to the I still silver stamp. I like, still have never had a Guinness. Oh, well, you're going to need to yeah, go we're to going the to the silver, silver stamp and have a Guinness because that's the best place probably in town that you can have a Guinness at. Like, yeah. Even better than the down. Guinness bar at Mandalay Bay? I actually have never been there, but maybe I need to go there. And try yeah, it. So when you go to the Mandalay Bay, you know how they have that shopping center that like walks over to the Luxor? They have a Guinness bar that's there that serves all the guinness and in their own re little restaurant nice. you know what i will say that i think the silver stamp will be better than that Ooh. just because just because i don't know it's on the strip that doesn't That's mean true. like you know qualities <laughs> down or whatever but i think a, a local family-owned kind of establishment will do better than any yeah. like 
I see. I need, to, I need to go out like to the Silver Stamp on one of these nights where it's popping because the yeah. last time I was there, I think we went in, like in the middle of the day. And it yeah, was we just like, had some stuff going yeah. on, and we were trying to do the podcast, so you didn't get to enjoy the full experience. Yeah. But I think I just need to go there when everybody's there and have a good old time. Yeah, and just drink a bunch because yeah. they're so drink knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, they're so knowledgeable. They I gotta get home. I gotta drink responsibly. Yeah. No, we'll just give you a ride. Uh, but. Hey, that Silver Stamp, always have different styles, always rotating stuff. They're super knowledgeable. They're always doing trainings. Yeah, see training at least once a week, I see, like, on Instagram. Yeah, like, they're always posting are, about it. The they're, staff, they're about it. Yeah, they're all about it. Super friendly. So it's one of those spots where I always talk on the podcast. I love multiple styles at a time, trying different things. They're so, like, welcoming to that because I always get my pickle colch. Have to do it. That's my favorite, and then I have my other beer with it. So that's just my little comfort beer. Just keeps me company as I drink my other stuff. So my question is, what is your guys's rating on this beer? Because he's uh, getting us back on track. Yeah, because uh, we, we took a little side tangent here. I, I gotta I gotta yeah, wheel really us back here. Get but, the sh- the uh, beauty of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go with this one right here. I want to rate it a four point five out of five. I mean. For me, I usually don't rate stouts at this ABV and how light they're that high because I've been disappointed by so many. But, man, I probably should rate it higher. I don't know. I'm on that fence of well, let's I see. keep having that cognition or that just like mental block of I know my big bodied stouts behind me, all the stuff that I really like the barrel age. But this well, is but this different is a different style. style. It's a lesser yeah. percentage than these big bodies yeah. here. So let's do this. All right. We'll let Heron, Heron rate, rate and, then and then we'll see we'll how you feel after that. All right, Heron, take the floor. So I don't know what the hell they mean by camp stout. I feel like you can have this by a campfire. I maybe. think that's kind of the point. Like, like the coffee taste is giving a little roastiness characteristic on the kind of like middle to end so i think that's maybe what they're saying about that i guess maybe but like i think here if it was called campfire stout i would want more smokiness to it i would almost want this to be like a smoke beer and a stout together with coffee in it i don't know if there's a beer out there like that but maybe there is and i i think that'd be beautiful a low abv Stout with a uh, little bit of smokiness mm. and some coffee for the roastiness and the bitterness. I think that would be an excellent yeah, I, beer. Like it, so we're big, big fans of smoky beer, so I think that's where like that whistle yeah, thinking. Should we just go get like one of the whiskey uh, smokers and just put some wood chips in there and just like oh, smoke s- it out real smoke, quick? Yeah, smoke our own beer. Yeah, yeah. smoke it. <laughs> smoke it out real quick and then just. You know, see how it goes from there? Because I think that would be Pull a Vinny and just put on That, that would actually... I, I think that would actually help uh, add some... Introduce some, some cool things. But, I mean, so... Kind of on that line, Silver Stamp, which we love, is having a... What is it? A, smoke a beer? Smoke Beer Preservation Day this Sunday, which is what? This is Thursday, the 20, 20th. So we'll try to post Tomorrow's this beforehand. Tomorrow's the 21st. 22nd. So the 23rd. Yes. Of... July? Yes. We're July. in July. Yeah. Very good. 23rd of July. 9.910. But getting back on track, this is, uh, yeah, I think if it was smoked, that it would be awesome, but it doesn't advertise that it'd be smoked. It just says camp, stout, whatever that may mean. Yeah. I just think it's the roastiness part. At the yeah. End. yeah the I, I, think, I think the roasty is what they're really going for. So, I don't know, like 
four three to four five somewhere yeah. in that realm. Like, it's it's, yeah, it's fair. It's, just, yeah. it's a it's a good beer. I'd have it again if somebody had yeah. it. I'd be like, wait, hold on, can I like have a little bit of that? Like, you yeah. know, like the untapped rating out of five hundred fifty eight ratings is three point nine nine. So you guys yeah. have it a lot higher than that, which yeah. is not. Yeah, not it's wrong. Our it's just, it's your style. guys' yeah. style, yeah. And, and like I said, like I I'm not rating this because I just feel like I would be doing this beer a disservice by rating it. Hey, that's fair. We don't like people, you know. We we see it with some people that if they don't like that style, they just rate it so bad. And it's like, come on, just check in the beer and move on, you know. Because yeah. you know, untapped influences people. That's the thing. It, it happens. So we want to. If we're checking in beer series, there's been times where I just don't do that, and we don't want to hurt breweries because of something like that so we'll move on to the next one vso grave digger from revolution brewing company out of chicago illinois 14.9 percent abv this one was aged two winters our beloved imperial scotch ale ascends from eagle rare elijah craig and whistle pig rye barrels can i tell you when i hear grave digger this thing either better tastes like dirt or death all right let's do it that's pretty cool I'll tell you the notes afterwards, so that way we can taste I, and see what's going on. For you guys that like Monster Jam out there, Grape Digger was my favorite Monster Truck, yep. so like, I, I got high it. expectations it, for this. It was just so sick. It was the only like SUV one, right? Well, like, no, it was the only old school one that was based off an old school car, and then it had like all the tombstones of all of his competitors, so, had the big-ass ghost, it was black and green with a little bit of purple. Like, that color it scheme, iconic. it's just yeah. iconic. Yeah. That, that's like... That's like walking into a shoe store and you see the Nike check mark. Like yeah. that's that's what Greg did. Uh, yeah. So it had like green. What it had purple in there too. Yeah, black, black green, purple. Gold. It's and, like and then it's like Monster then Energy drink. Yeah, like silver. <laughs> well, that that they were a thing before Monster Energy. Yeah, I yeah. Just gotta throw that. No, out that's there. just excellent colorway. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a hearse, but like an SUV. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yep. Exactly. See, so sick. Perfect. Let's see. I'm I'm glad you pulled that out of my head. I want your thoughts on this because I've had this before. Had a couple beers from Revolution Brewing. I really like their stuff. I like what they do. This is going to be different from the bourbon barrel age. Like when you get into like a Scotch ale, it's a little bit different taste. If you could see, it's going to be hard to see like right now when I'm lifting it up. But it is more of a like ambery kind of light brown color compared so, to a dark stout. I got you. I got you from here. First of all, the color of this looks like maple syrup. That's the go. first thing. Caramel. Second Caramel thing is, yeah. that tastes freaking amazing. I really enjoy this one. It really does kind of taste like maple syrup. Yeah. Like a scotch maple syrup. And I am enjoying this. Like, I'm going to shut up and let you guys take over because yeah. I'm probably going to end up finishing this one. Yeah. So this is <laughs> the sweetest beer out of the three. Yes. It Which is, is surprising because when you look at it at face value, you wouldn't think that when you're reading the names, talking about them, yeah. because you would think the peach brandy is from Pure Project. But this one, when Scotch Ales, from my past experience, a little bit on the sweeter side, and there's characteristics like caramely, um, toffee, because toffee's a big one. Toffee and caramely kind of mixed together to make like a nice, sweet, almost like caramelized, like honey taste to it so here i'll let you continue because i kind of whoop on that side yeah, so, i want to say my part so in my head i'm not too uh i guess knowledgeable on the the differences of these three but i think scotch ale i think barley wine i think strong ale like all those things are kind of like in a group for me 
they're all kind of similar. Now this one, uh, a little sweeter than I think an ordinary like barley wine, depending on the barley wine, of course. But yeah. I don't know. I think it just yeah, definitely like toffee, just like kind of like a very deep caramel. Like you think like more refined, kind of like a, a like uh, I don't know, a reduced caramel. Like you yeah. throw it on the 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 fire at home and just like it's just like this very viscous kind mm. of caramel that you're left with. You. you let all of the uh, what sugar is it? like kind of burn off. All the water the, just like evaporate. Yeah, yeah. I, this, uh, to cut you off, I'm sorry. This kind of reminds me of a mead almost in a way, like like a stout like a, mead or like a, a barrel aged mead. Yeah, like a barrel aged mead. But then also, you pulled a memory like out of my head when you mentioned the taffy. There's a place in Colorado in uh, Estes Park. It's on their little main street where they've made taffy there since like 1920 or 1912, yeah. and they still use the original hook and the same stretcher out for this taffy. Like and butterscotch, yeah, to- like taffy. Yeah, and like it gives you that kind of toffee. Yeah. And I'm so mad flavor. when I was out there in Colorado, I couldn't take Gabby to there. But I like you just pulled that out of my head, and it's just and like one of those. Yeah, like this kind of fits because of the sweetness. Yeah. Like when you like, I know if, when you bring up that taffy. I've had like that caramely toffee taffy taste, like almost like a butterscotch, and that kind of comes through. Um, on the untapped description, notes of toffee, maple, you hit, and dried fruit, uh, accentuated with subtle beechwood smokiness, smolder, with an oak structure, sturdy as a stone hearth. So you're getting that roasty, a little bit of smoky that gives it that deep characteristic that you're talking about, that like caramelized, reduced caramel texture flavor you got the maple going on that you were talking about and like the sweetness being there so hits everything on the head 14.9 percent abv yeah the body is like medium medium-ish I would yeah say that's it's a probably medium. medium it's not super light it's not super thick so kind of right in the middle now, the i have two. to i have to ask you guys so from the last one that we just had this one's a little bit more body than the last one, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. And a little less than the first one. Okay. I think I, that's where we're so at. So th- that's like the happy, like, middle of between the two, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so when they say, like, dried fruit, they say yeah. dried fruit, it's like dried cranberry. Like, it has some yeah. acidity to it. It's like a dried, darker fruit. Like Yeah, darker fruit, for sure. Yeah, and no, no like, leatheriness to the thing. I don't know. It's yeah. just, it, it's, it's sweet. It's like a pastry... Uh, Ale, I guess, which is it's a, a good pastry way to it. I like stout. That. You know, yeah. like a stout is an ale. Uh, I like that. I think every beer we've had on here has been an ale. No lagers, so yeah. you know, kind of switch it up. So I, I, I'm gonna rate this. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna jump in front of you on this one. I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna give this like, I like, I really want to say a five because I just really enjoyed this and like you guys pulled out a lot of like memories out of yeah. my head on this. Like so sentimental, it's a five. And taste, digger, yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. So like sentimental, it's a five, right? Yeah. Overall, I think it's a four point eight. I yeah. just wish it was just a little bit thicker. Because yeah. if it was a little bit thicker, I think I would just like, I would shotgun this to be yeah. quite honest with you. It would be that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. At, at fourteen point nine percent ABB, everything that's going on, the triple barrel kind of everything how sweet it is still get a little bit of that like smoky kind of barely taste everything just works out for it so i'm gonna go with 
right in between the 4.8 I think I'm just going to go with the 4.9. I agree with Dustin. Little bit thicker, some kind of more body texture. And this is being super picky. I mean, yeah, it can no. easily be a five. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to go back to back episodes having two yeah, beers yeah. that are a five. You so know? I agree with you. Yeah. So I like, rate it four point nine. Like I said at the beginning, sentimental value, memories, the drinking of it is a five, right? But the overall, I like you said, a four nine yeah. four eight. Yeah, that works. Heron. Yeah, I'd say a a four eight. I mean, body. I mean, but if it was a little more, if there was some more body there, then it would just feel like a little heavier and just like not as drinkable. So it's like, it's got this medium drinkability. Like you can't drink this fast, but you don't want to drink it extremely slow. Like it doesn't force you to drink it slow, even yeah, though it's like high want to drink it. Yeah, it's, it's a good balance. So it's, yeah, it's kind of confusing in that sense. It's just a style that I don't think we're used to. Yeah. Like for the style, I think it, it might actually be a, a close to a five. Yeah. yeah, which clearly we're kind of sensing, but yeah. like we're not used to this style. Yeah, and that's like kind of the basis. It's like a when we did the uh, calendar review with yeah. Blues Clues, where we had a lot of new style of beer. Where we're like, hey, I don't have something to like kind of base this off of. I don't want to rate it too high. I don't want to rate it too, too low, low. Exactly. because like this is your first time having it. So like I said, sentimental value is a five, but then then like this, it's a, it's close to a five. Like, to me, it's close to a five. A lot of people might not think so, but to me, it's there. So, yeah, I think this is something that people that want to access some of this beer, you have the ability to on Tavor, check out the app. You know, I, we should get a referral code because they do do that. So maybe we'll set that up so we can send it out to you guys. Sounds like we need to send an uh, email. Yeah, or some <laughs> kind of code for it because... Definitely go on there, grab some of this stuff, look out for these breweries that we tell you that's on there because they do post some really cool stuff, but it sells out pretty fast. So have the notifications on, follow them on there. And you see it, grab it. Don't, yeah, because, don't second guess yourself. Yeah, just do you it. You just gotta do it because stuff like this is incredible. We enjoy the experience of this and we've been picking really good beers to have back to back where we're, we're hovering yeah. around that like 4.5 and above really easily we it's, almost had back-to-back episodes with five out of five on two different beers so we're on a roll right it's now. crazy if we had like a if, if we were doing like stock market shit it's yeah. like dude you guys gotta follow us because whatever <laughs> beers we're picking they're like banger, these are banger. the picks yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do they say we're going to the moon <laughs> going to the moon with these beers like but i will i will say though it is 111 outside and we're we just drank three stouts who said stouts are only for yeah, winter time? time. Yeah. Hey, it's still stouts. If we could drink a hunt, it's three stouts in 111 degree weather, you can do it yeah. in your 80 degrees or 90 degree weather. Yeah. Stouts so, are just for winter. So wait, you, you picked that up on Tavor. Yeah, so two of the three, obviously, we picked up from Tavor, and the other one was from Pure Project directly. So you know what I like to do? Before I really got into craft beer... I was watching this guy from New York. He's also an attorney, and he's, like, doing his Cicerone thing, whatever. I would like to just watch his videos and then just maybe, if I could ever pick up that beer, maybe try it so I could try to learn, yeah. you know, what he was perceiving and how he communicated that. So I think if, uh, I mean, clearly we're not, like, describing it as a Cicerone would because none of us are Cicerone. We're yeah. not even but we try, we beer try. server. Yeah. We should. I, I we think should, that's yeah. something we should go down because it, then, you know, we go down this whole rabbit hole and stuff. But 
and then when we go down the rabbit hole, you guys are coming with us. So. Yeah. yeah. No, they're they're along for the ride. Whoever's still out there. Yeah. Hey, we got a good amount of people still out there. We're so here. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah, and as we wrap up this episode, stay tuned to the Instagram, YouTube, the website. So Bruise with the Home or BruiseWTH.com. We got YouTube, Bruise with the Homies, Instagram, all the good stuff. Make sure to check us out on there. We'll keep posting. Got some other cool stuff coming up. And hey, recommend beers for us. Different states you want to try, all the good stuff. Before we wrap this up, I have a question for both of y'all. Yeah. Are we going to the Craft House Beer Festival? When is that? Yeah. In September. You guys didn't see yeah. the post? Oh yeah, it's all, there's a couple different things going on. I know Wait, that. What what day in September though? I yeah, think it's yeah. the 16th or the 19th. Yeah, there's a that couple different possible. ones. So is that is that something we're doing? Because they said they're gonna have they have an arcade set up. Like there's 30 different beers. So is it gonna be in Henderson or? Yeah, it's oh, gonna yeah. be. I think so. That's what I think the post said. Yeah, cause they're at Craft House, the ninth uh, anniversary beer fest. Let's see if it loads for me. We haven't I'm had so- a lot of Craft House on the podcast. Maybe we we'll do a Craft House day. Mm-hmm. I think we really need to get maybe a like certain breweries from around this town. Yeah, we need to go just, back to just doing an episode, maybe like the Henderson stuff, Henderson District, because yeah, yeah. we got Deadwood out there too. We haven't had them on the podcast lately, so we so, can maybe do like a little... little update. You know, little, yeah, a little yeah. update on their stuff, because so we've t- had Deadwood. So on. I, I got the date. It's a sem- September 16th. The tickets are now live on Craft House's uh, website. Okay. If you go to their Instagram, you can go to the link. I think... Hold on, I'm going to pull it up here. I'll get you the ticket prices, because... Uh, I, I was thinking about maybe that's something that we do since we haven't had Craft House in a long, yeah. long time. Well, I've been there a couple times uh, with my parents and everything. Well, we yeah. haven't had it on the podcast. On the podcast, yeah. But their stuff has been great. I like that they've been collabing with Bottle Logic. They've been doing some really cool stuff. They've been collabing with some other breweries um, so, outside of here. So they've been doing some really good stuff. I really like what they're doing. And their quality has definitely gone up since we originally had them a couple of years ago so i got the ticket prices yep. popped up up here so vip you get in at 6 p.m yep. all the way to 10 p.m is 70 dollars plus a six seven dollar fee and then nevada state tax general emissions from seven to ten you're looking at 42 dollars plus taxes and fees yep. then there's a designated driver one yeah. So if you, just you get unlimited uh, unlimited non-alcohol beverages. You get food, of food of your choice from the food trucks that they're gonna have there, and they got an add-on. The add-on is interesting. It's called the Final Boss. It's a double, or it's a barrel-aged double oatmeal stout. Ooh. That we get to take home. It's a whiskey barrel double-aged oatmeal stout with coffee, vanilla, hazelnut, macadamia nuts, and almonds, and it's. Uh, 12 ounce four pack cans. Ooh, that'd so be cool. That's an add on that you could do with your ticket price. Nice. So, yeah, we'll have to check that out yeah. and we'll uh, keep you guys updated on it. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Well, till next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Drive safe. Have a good rest of your day. Yep. Later, guys. Cheers.